What's up, party animals? Mandalore here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. As always, I got three topics for you. First, Ergberg. He mercs the DraftKings 100K, but he won a little bit more than that, 110K when you factor in all the other top 10s, top 15s, top 20s. The guy was insane. I'll show you guys how we did it. Topic number two. Don't just aim for the highest projected lineups. And although that's good, that's fantastic. Uh, make sure you have a little bit of a range, right? Don't just go for the highest only. Maybe go two points lower, three points lower, four points lower. I'll show you what I mean. Topic number three, the college basketball tourney mania bracket on DraftKings. You have to qualify for this, but it's a bracket style tournament just like March Madness. All the info on that, all that and more on the study minute, baby. Let's go. Ergberg, that's the name of the guy that took down the 100,000 yesterday. Took a little bit more than that, over 110,000 if you count the top 10s, right? Had first place, also had seventh place, ninth place. Um, the guy was on fire yesterday, three in the top 10s. And anytime you have three in the top 10s, it's going to be a pretty big night for you, man. He was clearly the best player yesterday and it wasn't actually even close he scored 378.25 the next best person supreme had 372.75 so a pretty dominant effort by ergberg and it was one of those where it wasn't even anything crazy if you were just on the news if you were on the right players if you didn't get too crazy you would have you would have done pretty well right the lineup went something like this jeff teague made this lineup even underperforming big time. He was 4K, only had 18 points. I never get Jeff Teague right. I don't know about you guys. He's awful. Jeff Teague, Derek Rose, Bradley Beal with a big game. Christian Wood, backing up Drummond, right? Dwayne Dedman, Russell Westbrook, LaMarcus Aldridge had 59. And John Collins obviously had a huge game. I think, I think the three guys you needed specifically here were Russell Westbrook, LaMarcus Aldridge, John Collins. Fantastic games from them. Bradley Beal, also with 59, was uh, pretty darn good too. But guys that you should have been on more or less, right? I think guys like John Collins were were chalked. Guys like Christian Wood were chalked. Jeff Teague was chalked. They weren't going to make the difference. But if you were on guys like Beal and Aldridge, Aldridge was 7%, Russell Westbrook 7%. If you were on those guys, and you had the extra 60 or, or 70 in your lineup in, in Russell Westbrook's case, it was it was a huge boost. In the case of Ergberg, yeah, he definitely did. And he had him in three lineups, which was the big key for him. A huge night for him. If you're talking Sharks, hey, Sharks did pretty okay. Not the worst, not the best kind of middle of the road. But uh, for the ones that love Chalk, I think you did pretty okay yesterday. Congratulations, Ergberg, on over 110000 thousand dollars topic number two don't just aim for the highest projected lineups i think most of us just import these projections they kind of um just let it ride more or less but it's not it's not just letting it ride to a sense right because we're not perfect we don't have perfect projections if we had perfect projections we'd make the very best lineups and call it a day but we actually don't right and when you don't have the best projections you kind of have to factor that in, right? So just going for the highest projected lineups isn't always the best thing. Um, in my case yesterday, just trying it off with a little bit of randomness worked pretty well, but I had a little bit of a range of, I don't know, 10 to 15 
projected points in my lineups, anywhere from my top lineup being, I don't know, at the very highest, and then the very lowest being 10 to 15 lower. I think that gives you like a pretty nice range or, or, or a, a, a solid uh, spot where you can maybe mess up a little bit. And, and we know our projections aren't perfect, right? We know blowouts happen. We know injuries happen. Rotations happen. Guys just suck some days. And, and when you want to factor that in, uh, don't just make the very best lineups and make 150 close iterations of that. that that's very, very risky, putting all your eggs in one basket, right? But if you differentiate just a tad bit, doesn't have to be a lot, um, and, and, and go down that way, you still have the same core of guys because the same core of guys will get you to that score anyway. But when you start moving the pieces around a little bit on the sides, right, like those fillers, that's when you start getting, I don't know, two projected less, three projected less, four projected less. And that's totally fine because those guys can very well outscore the other guys. So don't just be uh, the, the guy that's just projection crunch, projection crunch. That's a little bit like 2015. That worked back then, not anymore. So uh, consider that when making your lineups going forward. Yesterday it worked. Uh, just kind of going over some uh, pro players, these new pro players that have been doing well over the last month or so, two months, three months, those guys seem to have this down packed. Uh, I'd like to implement a little bit more, not completely sold, uh, but it does make a lot of sense when you think about it. Topic number three, anytime there's free money, there's no free money today, unfortunately. I gave you free money yesterday. Uh, the college basketball DraftKings Tourney Mania bracket. Uh, this is kind of like a CBB live final, right? 64 qualify for March 19th. Or I, it's pretty much another bracket just in DFS style, right? Qualifying period um, up to three times. You could qualify three times from January 14th to the 15th. So obviously it started already over a week uh, since it started, but I wasn't here last week. Uh, the bracket tip-off, 64 qualifiers compete in a head-to-head -head style bracket tournament starting on March 19th. Pretty much our own college basketball tournament, right? On the 19th, you'll have the round of 64, the 20th, round of 32, the 21st, 16. Then you have the quarterfinals. And then it takes a little bit of a break. On Thursday, the 26th, you have the semifinals. And on Friday, the 27th, you have the bracket championships. Worth trying because top prize, $50,000. I don't think we've seen one of these bracket-style tournament stuff in a few years. It's been years since I've seen this, right? There's already eight guys that have qualified. But there's 64 in total. You have plenty of chances to get in there. Runner-up is 26000 in this tournament. Third place is $10,000. Uh, so you CBB enthusiasts, those that love college basketball, get in there. Lots of ways to qualify. They're running tournaments every single day or every single college day. Um, I believe it's college day. Uh, and they're very small qualifiers. If you look at it, there was 13 out of 13 in the last qualifier. $250 to enter. And that's all it took. If you win a 13 out of 13 person tournament, you can get in there. So get in there seems pretty cool if you're a college basketball fan. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Get in there, CBB guys. Thank you guys for listening. Short podcast again today. If you guys can rate, like, and subscribe, that'd be fantastic. Doing a quick uh, little Twitch stream today, just kind of going over yesterday, uh, reiterating a little bit more on my projection stuff. If you want to take a look at that, by all means, twitch.tv slash mlore. If you want to take a look at the YouTube, clips going up every single day, youtube.com, I believe that's slash study minute. If you don't want to do any of that, hey, fantastic work, man. No worries. 
all I ask, come back to this podcast tomorrow. Catch you guys then.